0: Mark press conference after the loss of the Auburn Tigers. A man that was frustrated. I mean, it just flat out just has, you know, I got no answers. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. Arkansas continues to be one of the greatest mysteries in the SEC to this point in the season. We're talking about a team that was good enough to beat Duke, Right to beat Duke on their home floor, but beat the Duke Blue Devils. I'm not saying Duke is number one in the country this year, but they're pretty damn good, right? A team talented enough to do that. And then over the weekend, first game in SEC play, right? Arkansas has been inconsistent. We go on record and say, you know what? At Bud Walton Arena, yes, Auburn is top 25. Yes, Bruce Pearl's got a really good team, but I think the Arkansas Razorbacks, they're going to find something, right? They're going to find something on the home floor. And I don't know what it is about Arkansas athletics this year, because it started on the on the gridiron, then it's gone into basketball. Hopefully, it doesn't carry over to the baseball side of things. But Arkansas and getting blown out at home, those are two things, or that's something that just seemed to be happening, right? Arkansas and getting blown out at home for whatever reason. You look back at football, and by the way, to the Auburn Tigers, might I add. It's like deja vu. It's just a different sport. Auburn crushes Arkansas on the football side, of things. And then this game over the weekend, again, I, I picked Arkansas in the upset. I thought Arkansas plus two and a half, the home dog, great pick. Eighty-three to fifty-one was the final. Auburn just dismantles dismantles the Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, give Auburn a lot of credit. This is a really good Auburn team. You knew Bruce Pearl's team would come in fired up, excited, motivated, ready to go. Start a conference play. Shot 49% from the field. They were fantastic from three. Shot 39% from there. Uh, led by Baker Mazzara. A lot of different guys contributing. Broom with 14 points. Baker Mazzara with 16 points, by the way. Williams and Donaldson with 11 points. On the Arkansas side, though, guys, they shot just 31%. 31% for the field. And I think, you know, we've been waiting and waiting, and it's like, okay, Arkansas is going to get it going. They're going to figure it out. There are 17 more SEC games. So, guys, they very well may get it together. They very well might figure it out. But if you're an Arkansas fan, when is it time to hit the panic button? And why is that time now? I think that time has to be now. Because you look at this team, you look at the talent, but you look at the way it's played. Then you watch Musselman and his post-game presser on Saturday. And where is the disconnect? Where is – because it's one thing if you if you lose by two or three and it's a last-second basket, man, hey, listen, it happens. It's the SEC. It's a tough one. You lost by 32 points. 32 on your home court. This was literally a repeat of the football game just in basketball form. I don't know what voodoo doll Auburn has, the, the the hog voodoo doll that they're poking. But, my God, stop, because it's hurting. It's hurting the folks in Fayetteville. I think you got to hit the panic button. I, we, we've been waiting on Arkansas, waiting on Arkansas, waiting on Arkansas. Are they going to come to life? Are they not? At what point do you say, you know what, something's missing from this team? Something's missing from this team because, I mean, it's it's just – it's abysmal. I mean, it's, it's abysmal. Arkansas is a disaster. They flat-out stink right now. They stink. In every sense of the word. So, give Auburn credit. That's taking nothing away, by the way, from Auburn. I'm taking nothing away. But you lose by 32 on your home floor. You got issues, right? Home floor is supposed to be tough to win on the road in the SEC. Auburn made it like it was nothing. So, Where is the hope? I guess. I mean, 17 more SEC games, but my goodness, Eric Musselman has got his hands full. Now let's move to Rocky Top, guys. Another big one here in the SEC over the weekend, which again was really, really fun. I, like I mentioned on Friday, this is where the men separate themselves from the boys, right? We we've had fun during non-conference play, right? Who's who, who's who's shine? Who's made a splash? Who hasn't? Whatever. This is where you figure out who teams are is in conference play, and Tennessee. Tennessee is an absolute beast, an absolute beast, man. Ole Miss comes in. I I think, listen, it's too early, in my opinion, to call Ole Miss any sort of fraud. It is. It is. One conference game in, you go to Rocky Top in a primetime atmosphere, primetime environment. And I mean, Tennessee just laid the wood to the Ole Miss Rebels 90 to 64, the final. Again, I think the fraud talk with Ole Miss, that's where folks want to go is too early. But, hey, go ahead and get your shots in at Ole Miss while you can. If you're another SEC fan base, get your shots in at Chris Beard and Ole Miss while you can. Call them a fraud because your team's probably got to go to Rocky Top also. Your team's also got to play this Tennessee team. And if you're not careful, that same result could happen to your favorite team. That same result probably will happen to a couple of the fan bases out there that are laughing and mocking Old Miss over this result. Tennessee is for real, man. Tennessee is legit in every sense of the word. They're a veteran team. they got a great head coach in Rick Barnes. They're a veteran group with guys like Ziegler and a Adu is a dude, 24 points. He led the balls in that category. They shot 47%, guys, from the field. They've got depth. Their bench is fantastic. They're physical as hell. It's a nightmare playing Tennessee, especially at their place. But they are physical as hell. They're going to make the refs make a decision early on in a ballgame. And so I think Chris Beard miss. I still think Chris Beard has a solid team. I do. I still think he's got a solid team. But, man, that Tennessee team is different. That Tennessee team is really different. I think it's them and Kentucky at the top. Speaking of Kentucky, guys, let's go to their game. Gritty. Gritty win in Florida, in Gainesville, 87-85, to the final in this one. These are the type of games you have to win, man. These are the type of games you have to win. If you're going to be a top-tier team in the SEC, Florida's a good ball club, by the way. I think they fell to to 10-4, and but still a a pretty good team this year. One of those really tough middle-of-the-pack teams in the SEC, right? But if you're a team like Kentucky, it's a good sign. Good sign if you're a fan of the Cats. Good sign. You can go on the road, win a game like this. It's a really, really good sign. All right. Reeves with 19 points. Wagner with 14. Shepard with 14. Mitchell with 12. Bradshaw with 10. They're just so deep, man. So many guys. So many guys making contributions. Uh, how about Florida? Para guys with over 20 points. Maybe that lack of depth showing, right? Had four guys in double digits. Two over 20. Outside of that, six, three, three, two, zero. So, I think this is a Florida team going to give some people some headaches, no doubt, but that's a really, really good win for John Calipari's squad. Knows the type of games, guys, in the SEC, as good as the SEC is now, you got to find a way to compete. You got to find a way to overcome the adversity, overcome the elements, overcome the crowd. You got to find a way to win. That was a damn good win for Kentucky. Let's go to Columbia, guys. We talked on Ole Miss, right? They were the team everybody was talking about at 13-0, kind of a gauge on are they for real, are they not? How about South Carolina, who came in that game 12-1, and beats Mississippi State on the home floor, a game in which they were underdogs. It's crazy how many games, what South Carolina basketball has to do to get any sort of credit, any sort of credit when it comes to the hardwood. I understand South Carolina guys, has not – does not have a fantastic history on the hardwood. But this year's team, I thought this was a great, great win for the South Carolina Gamecocks, who I just checked the AP Top 25 guys. South Carolina still not ranked. Received 29 votes, effectively – by the way, Ole Miss received 125. They're effectively ranked 27th, 28, 29th, 30th, 31st, 32nd. 33rd, 34th, South Carolina, 35th, one spot ahead of Miami if you go by the votes and stuff like that, others receiving votes. So, South Carolina men's basketball still not ranked at 13-1. and I mean, again, how how much of that is like preseason perception? How much of that is people still don't think South Carolina has played anybody all that great? I, I know Mississippi State's not exactly a juggernaut, guys. I get that. I get that. But navigating the schedule 12-1 and 1, in non-conference, the question was asked, okay, is this team for real? Are they legit? Right? They lost that game at Clemson. Clemson, by the way, in the latest AP Top 25, 21st. Lost a tough one at to UNC, but they're a Top 25 team. Clemson's a tournament team. Lost it at their place in a close game. So, you know, I'm not ready to go on record right now and say that Lamont Paris' team. I mean, it's admittedly, I'm still someone that I think, okay, I, I think at best they're probably a middle of the pack team. If they reach 500 in SEC play, they had a really, really good year. I probably think at this point, probably seven and 11, maybe eight and 10 is best case for South Carolina. But I mean, all they do is on a nightly basis keep proving people wrong. And for Mississippi State, Again, you go on the road. That's why I pick South Carolina. You're going up against a team with lots of momentum. Continue to get Tolu Smith back in the rotation. Continue to get Tolu involved. He's coming back from that injury. Get him in the flow. I think State's going to be fine, obviously. We're just one game in. But for South Carolina, that's a massive dub. I mean, that's a massive dub. And you just continue to say, guys, what a job by Lamont, Paris, and company. The way they've been able to get that program off the mat after an 11-win season a season ago. Truly incredible. Uh, guys, Alabama survived Memorial Memorial Gymnasium, excuse me, in Vandy in Nashville. Proves to be, it's just stuff of nightmares. It makes no sense. Vandy's not good. Vandy stinks. But Memorial Gymnasium, tough place to play. It's just a tough place to play, man. But Bama survives in that ballgame. Uh, still kind of trying to figure out what Bama is. 78-75, they get the W, but a win's a win's a win. Guys, and I, I think what the weekend really showed We know that over the past, let's say, decade, the SEC has been getting better and better and better and better and better on the hardwood because of, you know, increase in talent, because I think the coaching has gotten much, much better over the last decade. You've seen some big-time coaches take jobs in the SEC, and now this league is just full of big-time coaches at practically every stop. I think over the weekend, the SEC just simply flexed its depth, guys. My biggest takeaway from the opening weekend, the depth that shined through. I mean, you got teams that were picked at the bottom. South Carolina, Ole Miss. Maybe not Ole Miss this weekend. But you got teams at the bottom like South Carolina, Georgia, LSU, right? Getting big conference wins. LSU and Georgia both on the road. The depth of the SEC this season is as good as it's ever been. I mean, it's scary good. It's not just a top-heavy league with Tennessee and Kentucky and maybe Auburn up there. All throughout the league, guys. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of folks are projecting, what, nine teams? Nine teams in the NCAA tournament? This is truly like the SEC in basketball has reached levels damn near like baseball, where it's like any given day. Any given day, anybody can beat anybody. I mean, hell, you almost had Vandy beat Bama. And Vandy, like I mentioned, they're bad. They're really bad. South Carolina's 13 and one. Ole Miss, despite their loss, 13 and one. There are no easy wins in this league this year, and guys, it's going to make one hell of a conference season.